consider this my final lesson. Look out for yourself. Anything else is weakness. I'm Steve Lascalzo, and this is The Way. Welcome to This is The Way podcast reaction to the Book of Boba Fett Chapter 7, the final episode of Season 1 and perhaps the series. By the time you hear this episode, I'll be working on the recap, review, and discussion for the episode, which will wrap things up for us until the next series. Obi-Wan Kenobi starts streaming May 25th. That's right, we finally have a date for the next series. All seven episodes of this latest series are now available to stream on Disney+. That's a whole lot of tattooing for us this year, isn't it? The Book of Boba Fett started back in 2021, four days after Christmas. Take a listen to the chapter names. Stranger in a Strange Land, The Tribes of Tatooine, The Streets of Mos Espa, The Gathering Storm, Return of the Mandalorian, from the Desert Comes a Stranger, and wrapping up the series, Chapter 7 is In the Name of Honor. The description on Disney Plus says Boba Fett and Fennec Shand face an escalating conflict. I'm going to take a moment to bring you some words about the sponsors of This The Way podcast, and then I'll let you know some of my thoughts on the episode and the series. Yeah? Good. Now for a note about This Is The Way podcast's partnership with Cufflinks.com. The Book of Boba Fett has arrived on Disney+, and Christmas has come and gone. If you missed out on a nice shiny gift, don't worry. You don't need to hire someone through the guild to bring it home. Go to cufflinks.com and take a look at their sanctuary's many sundry offerings. New bounties pop up all the time, and now they have necklaces to add to their bracelets, cufflinks, socks, and ties. Boba Fett? He doesn't need to be your favorite. Grogu, the Mando, Vader, R2-D2, Yoda, Chewie. There are more than 3,000 licensed accessories made by this small family-run business. Cufflinks.com is the exclusive, officially licensed provider of cufflinks for dozens of top names. And not just Star Wars. Browse through a selection of Disney, Dune, Star Trek, Harry Potter, Game of Thrones, DC Comics, and fans of our This Is The Way Phase 4 podcast may recall our love for the great selection of Marvel-themed items. Maybe you're looking for top fashion design names or sports-themed items from leagues like MLB, NFL, NCAA, NHL, and the NBA. The men's accessories you'll find are of the highest quality. We're talking tie bars and clips, shirt studs and stays, lapel pins, money clips, pocket squares, socks, ties, necklaces, bracelets, and cufflinks. If you decide to shop, make sure you check out their page for their current deals, and you can enter the way 15 at checkout for 15% off everything in your cart, with no minimum to buy. The Way 15 will be available throughout This Is The Way podcast's coverage of the Book of Boba Fett. Whether you want to let everyone know how much of a rebel you are, show off your imperial side, or rule the room with respect, Cufflinks.com has you covered. Check out Cufflinks.com 
today. Their reputation is legendary. Listen, it's hard to stick a landing on a TV show. I think the show that came closest to sticking a landing, in my opinion, was Breaking Bad. And even that finale had things that I didn't feel left me satisfied after having watched the series for so long. This is only a seven-episode series, and I guess my issue is the first four episodes seem to create an arc that I don't think got a satisfying finish. I don't think the side quest with the Mandalorian and Grogu, I don't think those were to blame at all. I still had hopes that Chapter 7 would, I don't know, give me more satisfying answers. Maybe a resolution to the Tuscans thing, because surely Boba Fett's tribe isn't the only one on the planet. It felt like even though the town of Mas Espa felt better off, it's just one big town on a big desert planet. As a matter of fact, I know Boba Fett's tribe wasn't the only one because after that, the Mandalorian and Cobb Vanth went and visited one and we saw them kill the Crate Dragon, so we know that that's not the last. Mas Pelgo made sacrifices. Mas Isley, according to Cobb Vanth, is still a hive of scum and villainy. Now, I don't know what arrangements you have with the authorities in Mos Espa, and let's be honest, in Mos Isley anything goes. And while we see how Boba Fett was affected by the tribe, I think the episode spent with the flashbacks ultimately wasted time. I mean, if there wasn't going to be a payoff where we see how the rest of the planet interacts with the Tuscans, then why spend so much time with them? You can only get so far without a tribe. I'll probably spend more time on the review, recap, and discussion podcast talking about stuff, but I think that's probably my biggest complaint of the series. Now, if there was another one specifically about Chapter 7, it was not seeing Luke's response to Grogu choosing family over the Jedi. I know where Luke is by the time of Episode 8. My opinion is that's the absolute worst version and worst choice Disney made in the sequels. I know it's set in stone. I know some people actually call that their favorite version of Luke. But to me, it's a betrayal of the fandom that kept Star Wars alive in between Return of the Jedi and even past the sequel trilogy or the prequel trilogies up to the sequels. I was on board for The Force Awakens. I'm not one of those people who hated all of the sequels. I was extremely excited for The Last Jedi before I ended up seeing it. Now look, the entire theater I saw it with was left in shock and groaned with disapproval several times. I didn't have to imagine it. I, I was actually there. My dad and I both were just aghast at what we were seeing. Now to me... That movie is unlike any other Star Wars movie in a bad way. And most of that comes because of who Luke turns out to be in Ryan Johnson's version of Star Wars. Now, he sold that to Lucasfilm, right? And they bought it, so it's not all his fault. But it divided the fans. And that fact is not up for debate. It's not an opinion. It divided fans. I didn't hate Rise of Skywalker, but that's mostly because I felt... It had to continue that through line from Ryan Johnson. That tarnished Luke as a hero to me, and that may have been their intention, but it's a fictional character, so that's a choice they made, and I'm allowed to think that that was a poor one. It's set in stone, but I can still think that it's a poor choice. 
R2 being the bus driver for Grogu felt like the first indication of Luke being petty. I could be reading too much into it, but he had no other students to stay with yet. The scenes with him reacting could have been produced at the same time the ones set up the choice were produced. And we could have heard him say goodbye or may the force be with you. We could have heard something. A petty Luke makes sense with what we get in episode 8. But I guess I still held out hope that we would see people like Favreau and Filoni walk back the fans left sour by episode 8. You don't have to retcon it, but you can tell us, like, look, we agree that was a poor choice. But Disney is driving this bus. You sure you want to stay? This is the way. I liked seeing Boba Fett and Din Djarin in action together. I really liked that. I thought that was the highlight of the episode for me. Them getting blaster bolts off their best car was exciting. I guess you could call me a fan of Ming-Na Wen, so seeing Fennec Shand in action too was also a pleasure. I was looking forward to seeing the Rancor ride, but I think I would have liked to see it be a little bit more powerful against the Droidica 2.0s, the Scorpinex, I think Pelimato called them. Uh, another thing I liked, the mind game that Ludwig Göransson played on me, and probably many others, by changing the theme. That little change was so awesome to me, because I heard it, and I was like, am I, am I hearing what I think I'm hearing? I think I may have been the first to mention it on Twitter, too. I mean, even as late as 5 in the morning Eastern Time on Wednesday. I mentioned that he did that for the finale, and that I had to check other episodes to see if I had missed... Like, maybe I thought, wait, did has this always been that way? I saw later people claiming, oh, they didn't realize the theme had been saying Boba Fett all season long. Like, things like, I was today's date old when I realized. It just goes to show you, people do not always do their research and check on stuff before they tweet. And I'll, I'm probably guilty of that sometimes, too. I liked seeing Cobb Vanth alive. But I didn't like him getting modded, and I still don't like the mods. I think they were a sore thumb. I think at the very least they could have been done differently or designed differently. To me, the spin move that Scad pulled at the end, the spinning shoot, that, that really sealed my dislike of them. Now, especially after we don't really see an effective use of their mods. They couldn't use them to stop the Major Domo. Scad's iTech wasn't even needed to see Drash and Joe on the roof in the episode. None of the mods came in handy. They could have shown us a scene where even like Fennec's mods to her stomach pay off. Like somebody hits her with a blade and she just kind of smirks at them or something. But the only times they show the mods, mods, <laughs> they were pointless or ineffective. You know, against Kersantan, he beat them. There were four of them surrounding him and he, he kind of tackled the Gamorreans down the stairs, but they really didn't do anything against him. I think if the design was different, they might have been more widely accepted and accepted by me. And again, if you liked them and the design, that's completely fine. You're allowed to like it, and I'm allowed to dislike it. You're allowed to like something I don't. It's the gaslighting that people try to pull to prove to me that they fit. That proves to me I'm on the right side of the fandom. That I'm not the troll. 
It's the people who just cannot accept that someone has a different argument or a different opinion or a valid case against something. Like, I think I have a valid case against them fitting into the universe. Doesn't mean I'm right, but I can make a very good case. I already said it, but I'll say it again. You can make a case that they fit, but just don't tell me I'm ridiculous because I disagree. Those people, the ones who ridicule because they know their points are weak, those are the ones who are not fans. They're the trolls calling other people trolls. You and I can always disagree, but what I see most often on Twitter is people complaining that other people are being trolls. I don't see the actual trolls themselves. I see people complaining, hey, there's these trolls out here who, oh, they just hate the mods just because of whatever, but look at the prequel trilogy. If you have to dig to find an actual troll, you're not helping your case. I'll stop there. (laughs) I did not like the ending with Boba, Fennec, Kersantan, and the mods. I really felt like this was a, a terrible ending. It felt like they didn't know how to leave it. I think they saved themselves a little bit by having Grogu tapping on the glass, and that was the scene that went to concept art. In my opinion, though, it should have been come up with a better ending in Mos Espa. Cut to concept art, then. Mid-credit scene is the scene with Din and Grogu flying off. Post-credit scene, then. Vanth and Bacta, no mod surgeon, just him and Bacta. Don't commit to the mod surgeon. You know, you don't need to commit to that. You could later, if you want to do that, you can, you know, retcon it and say he was there. But they committed to that now. And then having a slate saying, Cobb Vanth will be back in Rangers of the New Republic. I know, that series was taken out of active development. But I think most fans enjoyed Timothy Ollivant's take on Vanth. Maybe they didn't, but I, I felt like most people were praising him. I think people would enjoy seeing him be a martial work alongside Captain Carson Tiva and Trapper Wolf. I think that's a rich vein to mine. You know, he might even have to hire the services of a bounty hunter from time to time, or maybe compete against some. You're looking for a job, you're late. I've already got a job. I think that's another negative for me about the episode was losing Cad Bane. Maybe it was time to go, but... I feel like there's a lack of villains that everyone seems to like rooting against in Star Wars. He was one that even my friends who were casual fans of Star Wars got excited about. In fact, one person asked me if he dies after they saw him last week. And I, at the time, I said, we don't know, but I can't imagine they're going to kill him off. And then I explained a little bit about his history with the Clone Wars and the Bad Batch. I didn't want to spoil this week. So I didn't tell them what happened, but I am waiting for that text. You know, I thought you said he wasn't going to get killed. If that's not the quack to call in the stifling slimy. Series-wise, I still feel like we should have gotten more about the Tuscans, but I doubt they're saving it for a second season. I don't think there's going to be one. I think this is an interlude, and I'm not mad that this is basically Mandalorian Season 2.5. I'm fine with that. And we kind of heard rumblings of that months ago. I really enjoyed Chapter 5 and Chapter 6, appreciating the seeds that were sown there. But I hope we hear that those seeds will grow into something and not just be scattered around. I'm talking about the lore drops we got from the Armorer and from Luke. 
Now we're going to definitely hear and see more from Ahsoka with her series coming out. I would have liked to see a nod to the series of Obi-Wan Kenobi since we're going to be again be on Tatooine. This time Jabba the Hutt will have full sway there. So perhaps we actually see Boba Fett, Kersantan, and Fennec Shand again. Even if just in like a cameo sense. But I would think we'd have heard rumblings of such appearances by now since we're so close to the series. I think it was a missed opportunity not to have the Tuscans or Jawas or Boba Fett post-Tuscan tribe massacre, you know, even to, just to have them come across Ben's home. You know, those are things I think we might end up seeing maybe during the series or maybe at the beginning there's a, a, a scene of someone coming across his home. But I think it was a missed opportunity. I think it would have been a nice, nice little nod to tie the, those two series together. Before the dark times. Before the Empire. There are things I think we might end up seeing in Season 3 of The Mandalorian or other series, like more cloning talk, First Order formation with Moff Gideon surviving capture than being a worm in politicians' ears. I think he survives, and he's still alive, according to, well, what we heard in this latest series, right? There's Grogu's Jedi Temple Savior, and perhaps a long-awaited trip to Mandalore. I'll have more thoughts on the episode and the series when I finish notes for the discussion podcasts, so I hope you'll join me again for that episode, and there will of course be news updates until May's Obi-Wan Kenobi series finally releases. Remember, the Force will be with you, always. I want to thank Cufflings.com once again for their support. They chose us. And we chose them right back. And our code expires tomorrow, February 11th, the way 15. It's only working for one more day if you're listening to this podcast. Use it for 15% off your entire cart, and it will work on selections site-wide. They offered to keep that code active for us long after the Christmas season ended. And I honestly don't know if they did that for anyone else, but it doesn't matter. They did it for This Is The Way podcast, and I'm extremely grateful for that. Please visit cufflinks.com and use that code by February 11th, 2022. You can always send us feedback or comments. Email us, this is the way podcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at this is the way pod or on facebook.com at slash this is the way pod. And we just joined Reddit, and I think it was mostly just to reserve the name. But it was also, I think, to sign up to a website to make a GIF of Carson Tiva nodding. So if you see that gift start to appear, that was us. <laughs> That's This Is The Way podcast's reaction to the season and perhaps series finale of The Book of Boba Fett, which streamed for the first time on February 9th, 2022. I'm your host, Steve Gauzel, and this is The Way. May the Force be with you, always. Fat.